Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. I'm Aaron. What's up, guys? And today we're going to be talking about top 10 Star Wars books, our top 10. And I also made a list of what is a must read Star Wars list. A must read? A must read. So I you must read. Check, I actually want to check that book out. <laughs> And George brings, brings like encyclopedias. I of have books. to. You have to have visuals. But before we do that, I'm going to go over some hot happenings of this week. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing a troop. I know we talked about this last week, but I'll be doing a troop at the Hollywood Bowl um, for, with the Saber Guild on August 9th, and we're going to be uh, trooping the. Empire Strikes Back concert. So that's really cool. There's going to be an orchestra there. They'll be, um, the, they'll be showing the movie. So it is really a cool thing to see. I have um, gone there for the, I, I guess, a montage of Star Wars. I went there for um, Harry Potter, and I also saw um, E.T. So that was, it was really, really cool. Also, I'm going to be doing Movie in the Park. I asked Aaron to join me. and it. <laughs> <laughs> that will be with Rebel Legion, and it will be August the 18th, and it's going to be from 6 to 8 before they show the movie. That's crazy. So, that yeah. Yeah, and I, I know. I was really excited when I saw that on the calendar. I'm like, what? A troop three minutes from my house <laughs> and not down the hill? So that's, that's really, really cool. Um, another interesting thing is Disney is seeking to get back the cable rights from Turner for streaming purposes. So... TBS always shows Star Wars mm -hmm. on their channel, and Disney is trying to get that back. Because they're having a streaming service. Right, right. Well so they want to do all of the movies. They okay. don't want anyone else to have the rights to that. So they've been trying to get that. There's a lot of fighting going on. I know, I know. They I'm do that in the, the galaxy as yeah, well. They <laughs> <laughs> they're used to it. All right. And then also Rogue Squadron is born. The Marvel's Star Wars number 52 Review. I don't really read comics, but that is up if anybody wants to take a look at it. So I thought that was kind of cool, too. So they are they are doing, um, you know, reviews on all the comics, too, because I think they're trying to do the comics to bring everything together. Okay. So, I mean, and it, it'll make, to me, it makes sense to do it like that because they want everything to make, you know, to come in. Like we talked about Vader's Castle last week. Yeah. You know, and they're doing a comic book based on that. So, you know, so then it makes sense. So why was he on Mustafar in a castle? Where would he reside? Yes. <laughs> Wherever there's lava, there's Darth Vader. Yes, he wants to be reminded of pain, absolute mm -hmm. pain. Yeah. That was, that was a castle. I thought it was like a mining factory or some kind of... It was. It was, huh? Yes, yeah. he turned it to he a castle. He turned it to a castle, okay. Yeah, turned it to his lair. <laughs> that man's sick. <laughs> More than we know. Ashley Eckstein signed some top trading cards, one that she signed. There's only 10 of. Okay, so it's One exclusive. of them that she did. Yeah, they're exclusive. Um, I looked up the box. It's $150 for the, for the set. But it's a, like a one in a million chance you're going to get her card that's signed because she put it in the boxes, mm -hmm. but there's only 10 of those cards. Good luck. And if, yes. <laughs> some kid is going to rip them up and doesn't really care. Yeah, they don't even know what's going on really, huh? <laughs> That's the sad part about it all. Yeah, I agree. You know, some kids, they don't pay attention to, oh, this is cool, and then, man, what, and rip it up. There was a, a, a Wakanda con, too. Did you hear about that? No. There was a Wakanda con this, Where? this past. I have no idea. I saw it on. I saw, <laughs> there was a Wakanda con, though. Seriously, like, there is a Wakanda con now. That is awesome. I, I'll show you pictures, like, right now. That is awesome. You know what? If it was in L.A., that would be really, really cool. But I'm not sure where it was. I know there's one that does, they have a convention in Chicago, and it's all based on um, Godzilla. Really? Yes. Yeah, there was a WakandaCon. WakandaCon Day 2. But it doesn't tell you where it's it, at. No, it doesn't show you where it You're is. You're going to have yeah, to. Yeah, the Hilton in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It was in Chicago. So that's almost like what they're doing for the Godzilla. Okay. There are that many Godzilla fans like that. Yes, there's a lot of Godzilla fans. <laughs> Believe I, it or not. There's fans for everything. I know. For I think, everything. I think Konami's a Godzilla fan. Are you Konami? <laughs> <laughs> and the audience is silent. <laughs> I take that 
take it back. I guess he's not a guy. No, you you just he's like what? You just let out my most <laughs> secret of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a Wakanda con. Oh my god, that's really cool. I think you know bringing Marvel and and all these different characters to light is really exciting for so many people. It opens the door for so many people to be nerds and, and to be geeky, whatever they want, to dress up into anything. But it also opens the door for different cultures to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have to be like a, a nerd to go to these cons. No. Man. You just go check it out. You're a, you're a nerd anyway. So. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> don't try and back out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. But it's it, like there's there's people who go there for the first time just to see the the cosplay, just the, the, just the lingo, just to get it. Just the culture, what it is now. It's, yeah. It's so huge now. It wasn't like this like five, ten years ago. No, and you didn't have cons for specific things, but I think yeah. that's really exciting. You know, you had Comic-Con, you had, but the, the Star Wars celebration has been going on a long time. I think the the one you see in, 2000, in 2019 will be the 19th one. Okay. So it's been going on for 18 years because they skipped this year. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been going on every year since... Since I think 2000, but they skipped 18 because they wanted it in a special place. It's going to be in Chicago, and unfortunately, I can't go. Oh, that's the one you can't go to. Yeah, uh, I yeah, can't yeah, go to it. I mean, that. I really would like to, but man, you know, it, I went to um, Florida last time, and it, it can get kind of pricey to be driving around. All, I mean, to be flying around all over. Yeah, yeah. I just, oh. I'm not bougie like some people. Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> Danny with the red bottom. <laughs> with the red bottom shoes. <laughs> So I mean I can't I can't be driving uh, flying around all over the place. So today our top ten favorite books. So uh, let me give you a little bit of background because as you know I'm I not do a, a, I'm not a Star Wars book reader either. Did so, you so assemble a no, little? No, these are no there there I do have a list of books I do want to check. Of a out, must though. read. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, absolutely. okay, all right. So before I do that, you know I always have a little history. So a I, history. I yes I was writing it <laughs> last night before Star Wars hit the silver screen of packed movie theaters. The story was presented um, in an earlier in an earlier version via the word, so the it was out in in book form before it hit the movie theaters. And I and you can say that the fans were book fans before they were movie fans. Mm. So I thought that was kind of cool, and it came out five months prior to the film's release. So it's evident that you know a lot of fans were really really excited about seeing the movie before, you know, before it came out because of the book. It's almost like Mark. He doesn't watch the movies, really. He reads no. The books. He reads the books. <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad at Mark. He's trying. <laughs> now, I have a friend here today. Her name is Dominique, and I'll give you a little bit of history on her. <laughs> she is a big Twilight fan and read all of the books and um, loves the mu the music and I remember her and her friend Venetia sitting in the car listening to the soundtrack <laughs> before the movie came out. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, that's the excitement that builds around the movies of these really, really cool books. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same kind of feeling that was going on with Star Wars. I mean, you didn't have internet. You didn't have, uh, you know, that kind of thing. It was more word of mouth. Hey, this book is good. You need yeah. to... You know, and, and it was the bestsellers list gave people that, oh, I got to read this. Yeah. You know, it was there was no internet back then. 1977. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine in 1977 when there, if there had been internet. That's a genuine, authentic way, though. Yes. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And that's how you knew it was really good. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, people get paid to say, oh, it was really good. And you go see the movie and you're like, Really? I did not that's like, like that. That's like nowadays at all. right now. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You know, people will say this this movie is good or that movie's and then you go to see it and you're like, um, no, I really didn't like it all that much or it wasn't as true to the book as mm -hmm. it should be. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you still with me, Aaron? I am. Okay. Of course. <laughs> Star Wars would surpass all boundaries, um, just as the movie um just as a movie, the Star, uh, the Star Wars Galaxy would become a setting for legends. So the movie was it was really establishing something, and it and it was establishing this really wonderful galaxy, and people wanted more. They're like, you know what? We see this. What else is there to it? Were they novels? Were, the, were those books novels? Were they like, were they novels then? Star Wars, the original Star Wars movie was a novel prior to coming out as a movie. Okay. So he was kind of smart. Remember I said he was the Bill Gates of books and games uh -huh. and stuff. He he and toys. 
he actually released that. You know, it was the screenplay, but it was also in it was in book form, yeah, yeah. so that people would see that, read this, and say, you know what, I want to see this movie. That's why when you see pictures of Grauman's Chinese Theater, it's packed. Yeah, yeah, people were yeah, people were camped out. Right, because they wanted to see it, and that's actually a very, very smart thing to do. Yeah, as far as wanting to make sure people went and saw your movie, and I mean, it was sold out for how long? Yeah, he, George, months and months. Yeah, George Lucas goes a whole other different route compared to a lot of people. Too, yes, though. exactly. And it, and he was like the Bill Gates, you know, with, with Apple computer and then with, with, you know, iTunes and all of this other stuff. He was that kind of visionary, but he was a visionary of of the galaxy and Star Wars and books and games and toys. Yeah, he did it all. Yes, and he did it all without the Internet. <laughs> Okay, so um, as the sequel films were in works, creator George Lucas opened his universe to exploration by other storytellers. So that's how you see all of these books coming out. Because he, he said, you know what? Let's open it up and see what people got. Yeah. And he was smart. And now here's the thing. We talked about comic books and we talked about the Marvel ones. Comic book tales came first. So and it provided a medium that would hold the standards of of the genesis of Star Wars universe. He he used the comic books because why? He knew more kids read it. Yeah, more kids read the comic books. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, that's it's kind of a smart, a very smart thing to do because you're not going to hand a kid a novel and tell them read this, but they're going to read, read the, the comic, comic book, books. Yeah. There's pictures and all kinds of stuff. That's yeah. right. So it gives you that visual. Within a year, the Star Wars of the Star Wars movie release, Alan Dean's novel. Splinter of the Mind's Eye became a bestseller. That's how he knew he had it. Splinter because of this the Mind's Splinter Eye? of the Mind's Eye. Is that Eye. in this book? Yep, and I actually have it. But it's not first. Okay. It was the first book release, but it's not in chronological order. It is not the first book. Gotcha. Because I think because then afterwards they wrote all this other stuff and it and it kind of went for it kind of went back twenty five hundred years. So they couldn't Splinter of the Mind had to do with um, what's going on with Luke and Leia? So they, in order for them to write the the twenty five hundred years back, that book couldn't go first. Okay. Even though it was the very first book, and it ended up on the bestsellers list, so they knew they had it right there. Since that time, over two hundred full length novels have expanded the Star Wars story, and um, over a hundred juvenile novels opened the door for young readers into the life of reading. The books went from, this is interesting too, the books went from 1976 to 1983, then they stopped, and then they go back, then they start again in 1991 to present day and still going strong. Still going strong today. Yeah, still going strong. So here was the interesting thing. From 1987 to 1990, many regarded the Star Wars brand as dormant, but there was one publisher actively expanding the universe with new stories, characters, and lore. It was West End Games. Produced the original Star Wars role-playing game and supplement, supplemented it with a vast series of source books, guides, adventures, modules. The foundation of the expanded universe were being quietly built by the role-playing game before the relaunch of the novels in 1991. I looked that up on Amazon because I, I have this book and I, want, and I want to get everything in it. So I looked up the West End games. On Amazon, someone is asking $1,000 for the role-play game. What? Yes, $1,000. So there may not be very many of them out there. There's a couple of uh, juvenile books that I need for one of the uh, series, and I, I'm on 12 and 13. Those are the ones I need. Those books are $30 a piece. That's still pricey. Yeah, that is very pricey. <laughs> I've been looking all over the place to try and get that. But Mark has read, my husband has read over 70 of these books in here. Everything with the X in it is what he's read. And he's always asking me, what else is there? What else is there? What is there more? Because I, I can see from just his reading and how interested he got in it that these stories are deep. Yeah, that, that has to be, because for him not to watch the movies and to like the books, it has to be just that. Yeah, that the it, stories yeah. are deep. So, yeah. Aaron, I want to know your top well, how many is how many books do you have? I have I have five actually. But yeah. there, there was actually two in here. There was Annihilation, this one the uh, the over public one, and there was uh not Fatal Alliance, but it was Night Errant because one of my friend Dev told me about this book. But there was also um based off the Battlefront game, the first one that came out for PlayStation Two, there's a Battlefront like Wars Company, 
um, one. And there was also, uh, it's not really a book or a novel, but of course, Galen Merrick has a, what? Ad, what, what? I knew it. What do you mean you knew I it? Knew, yeah, of, I of, know you. Yes, and of course. So the Star Killer book is real, and it goes. It's 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 the it's the quest of um. Yeah, there it, it is in here. It's in here. Yeah, it's in here. I have to look, but while you're talking, I'll try and find it. Yeah, because I want to know. I want to know about um, what it's more. It's more about his clones, and I want to know more about that when he he when he found them. Yes. He went in the room that There's he was the supposed to. There's the splinters of the Minai. Okay. Oh, that's the one you were just talking yes, about. Yes, yes. Yeah, but he went into a room he wasn't supposed to go into, and, and when he flicked the light and it goes down, like, down the corridor or down the hallway, he sees all those clones. There's, like, a hundred clones in there. Yes. That's why he doesn't even know, like, whether it's he's, if he's living through someone else's memories or not, because he doesn't know what clone is he. He don't know what number he is. He is, so, uh... What is he, number 99? He, might, <laughs> he could be. There's a possibility he could be. Yeah, but, yeah. But what's crazy, just looking look in the beginning of these in the beginning of these books, like there were a couple that like I've seen at Barnes and Nobles that I've like wanted to check out. I tell you. A lot of Kotor books that are in here. But the Jedi Apprentice one. He read this one? Mark read this one? He read the Jedi Apprentice. He got an X right yes, there next to it. Yes, I yes, they're all. He's read all of them. I want I wanna one day get Devin on this podcast because Devin like how he read you read a lot of Star Wars books. I'll have to find the the ones that that you want, but I have both of those books, uh-huh. and I have all of the books that you've said right now. You have you have Kotor, like the Old Republic books, though. Yes, I have every those are, those are everything all I that's to check outlined out. in yellow. I have these oh, books. Okay. I am fifty books away from having everything in this, really? except for the West End games, which I'm not spending a thousand dollars for. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Though, I love him, but not that much. But the Vader book, too. Yeah, everything. Everything that's in there that you see outlined in yellow, yeah. I have. But the Dark City, that was the book that you let me borrow, huh? Was it the Dark City's book? It was the, no, it was the Sith. The Sith book. Yes, the I Sith wanna read, book. I, wanna, I wanted you to bring that back again. So uh, I could, he like, has to revisit again. the Sith book. Yeah, 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 because there were some things uh, that really. Uh, yeah, I have all of the X-Wing ones. I, there's nine books in that series. I have all of them. Oh, the Rogue Squadron series. Yes, the X-Wing everything, series. everything. I'm gonna have to show him a picture of it after after the show. I have everything and everything that's outlined in yellow. I have. So I mean, I we started off with just one book, and that was Kenobi, and I fell in love. And I you know, I can easily say, of course it was Kenobi. <laughs> that's how you said. That's how you said. Of course it, it was Galen. Of course it was. Kenobi yes. Randy. But you know what? It was. It was two things. And I said last week when we talked about the Clone Wars, I said that I fell in love with Kenobi during Clone Wars, but I also fell in love with them during reading Kenobi because it really, really is a good book. And I'm hoping that they make a movie based on that. The you know, book itself. The book itself because it is really, really good. And and there's only a smidgen of Luke in it. Mm-hmm. But what goes on and how he helps this woman and kind of falls for her. You know he's a player. But he kind of <laughs> falls for her and... The story that goes along with it is really great. It was very well written. And it kind of makes me sad that this is no longer considered canon. It's EU. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. I, everything in here. At this point, does it really matter, though? No. It, it to sure me, it not. doesn't. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. To, to me, me, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter either. So, okay, so what's, what else is on your list? Um, actually, you know what, Angie, that might have, But a lot, a lot of it for co- our comics, there's also a comic with, um, I think Nam told me about this comic. I want to say it was Nam who told me about it a while ago. It's Chewbacca's son. It wasn't you, huh? No. <laughs> Chewba- well, Chewbacca, Chewbacca's son and um, Han Solo's other son. There's a comic book, a Dark Horse comic. It was made by Dark Horse. They're not even in business anymore, I don't think. Dark Horse is. They're just doing business? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, well, the, Big. Yeah, the writer for um, Predator, um, for Alien, actually wrote this comic book. It's like pretty dark. I got a really cool bag from Comic-Con. I'm going to have to give you that. It has a Dark Horse uh-huh. comic in it? It's, no, it's a Dark Horse comic oh, so, oh, really? Yeah. They had a booth there? Yes, you know I spoil you. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica left Patrick saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got some stuff too. I actually gave I actually gave the dice to him. Did you really? So now I'm in. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna Nam see. I'm gonna see if Nick's got another one. They both cried too. They cried. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go over the top 15 must-read books. Must-read. So the 15 is called Bloodlines, which I do have, focuses on the politics of the New Republic as seen through the eyes of Princess Leia. 
That's really cool. That should be interesting. Yes. Is that no. in here too? Um, the Bloodlines, I'm not sure if... I, no, that's a newer one. Okay. That's a newer one. So okay. that... There are some books that they've rewritten or revisited, mm -hmm. and those ones I don't have yet because I'm still trying to get all these ones. Mm -hmm. Once I'm done getting those ones, then I'll go to, the, go, to okay. the new ones. Um, those, I, I'm, by the time I finish, I should be somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 books. 300 Star Wars books? 300 Star and Wars books. how many did Mark read? He's read 70 he read so far. Oh, wow. 70 so far, so that's really cool. Um, the Star Wars Battlefront. Twilight Company. It's a gritty and visual world, visual world of the galaxy's civil war. So that's that's number 14 to read. Number 13 is Aftermath. It's in the middle of the road, Star Wars book, and it's currently the only canon information we have between Jedi and Force Awakens. Okay. So it's it's just they said it's it's not a, a it, it's not really a Yeah, they said Aftermath really is well they're saying it's vital that it fits in for both of them, and it's a canon book. But like I said, you know, a lot you're t you're talking about forty years of Star Wars, and you're you're going to tell people, okay, this book is no, these books are no longer count. People get angry because they're saying, well, how could you say these don't count? Because the story fits in here and there, mm. you know. So it, it kind of made people angry. So now, before it was everything's out. Now it's EU expanded universe. Okay. So this one, this one looked really, really cool. Um, number 12, it's Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir. I do not have that. We need, uh, need we say more about this? That, that one, that's, that's one of the ones that's at Barnes & Noble like right now. I think. It, I think it's a new one. Yeah. Um, it shows him being captured by Darth Sidious, and he makes a play. He, he uses him to lure Mother Talzin out so mm -hmm. he can kill her. Oh, okay, so because yeah, she's a threat. He remember, was just, she, he was just a guinea pig there. Yeah, basically. that poor guy's gotten used yeah. to. All time. <laughs> you know how we talk about um, uh, General Grievous was at the wrong place at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah, Darth Maul's just the dude that's just got used over and over and over. Do you, should we feel bad for any of these people? Though? <laughs> Probably not. Huh? Yes. <laughs> no, we can't feel bad. Well, for Darth I don't. Maul. I don't feel bad. Well, General Grievous is gone now, so we. You know, we. I don't. We know that. That Darth Maul was killed because he does eventually get killed for the second time by Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and he gets killed in the Rebels. He does get if killed. If anyone right. hasn't seen that, I'm sorry, I just spoiled <laughs> that for you. <laughs> okay, number eleven, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. It's the oldest one and the most unique novel. Remember, I said that one came out first. The mm -hmm. story follows Luke and Leia on a secret mission to persuade the inhabitants of a planet. To join the Rebel Alliance, like a few episodes like that on Star Wars Clone Wars. Yes, yes. You know, you see, you see them use it over and over. But this was the original idea. It's the this, politics behind it. Yes, yes, and it was actually written um, right after Star Wars came out. Mm -hmm. So George was smart to bring these people in and say, "Hey, let's see what you got." You know, and if I, I'm sure not every book made it in, if it was something that was like, man, I really can't feel that I can't get behind it. But yeah. you're you're seeing what 200 books? Yeah, still. This yeah. was this was during that time frame of 77 to present day. Yeah. Well, because well, that book this this book is that. Could you still find this book like Splinter of the Mind's Eye? Yeah. Yes, because I I got it on um, Thrifty Books. On what? It's it's called Thrifty Books. Oh, Thrifty Books. Okay. Yes. Dominique knows that. I, <laughs> I showed her that <laughs> site. That could be very dangerous for her as well. She is a avid reader. <laughs> I'm giving out all her secrets right now. <laughs> so number 10 is the New Jedi Order series. I have not gotten, I have a few of these books. I don't have all of them. Mm -hmm. They total 19 there are 19 of the, of, books, of the yeah, these ones are 19 in the series. The X-Wing series had nine. The um, Jedi Apprentice, there are 18 books in that series, and I have all 18 of those. Okay. And the two extra that went with it. The Shadowpoint one is looking really interesting. To yes. Me. <laughs> That's actually a really good book. Mark said that was excellent. Yeah, did he? And he did read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> he did read it. <laughs> now, how about this one? This one, Mark said, was really <laughs> Really a good book. I mean, there's a there's three of them, and he said it was super interesting. It was the Darth Bane series, the Rule of Two, the ancient Sith that set the standard for the Sith from that point on. It, he said it was a great book. He said the very end, and I won't say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it, but you're kind of curious is, did he live or did he die? Mm. 
And we know that he does kind he does his spirit is left on that planet that Yoda visits. Yeah. Because so, that's the eerie that's the eerie part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it kind of leaves you up in the air. And I like the way Clone Wars in encompassed him into one of the shows. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes you think, well, okay, so is it his spirit? Is he alive? You know, you don't really, you don't really know. The Sith Lords are sneaky like that. <laughs> They're, as we know best. <laughs> yes. The palpies. Yeah, the palps. <laughs> Can't stand that guy. Oh, my gosh. How about Lord of the Sith? Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, are ambushed um, for by a force of freedom fighters while they're visiting a Twi'lek planet. Ryloth, they spend the, the rest of the book trying to survive the hostile planet long enough for reinforcements to arrive. That one would be good to read. They struggled? They struggled. Now, no I can see Darth Vader struggling because, remember, he's wearing all that heavy stuff. He's got to be plugged in every once in a while like your phone. Yeah, he does have to charge, huh? Because <laughs> I think in the movies, you know, that's what he does is he, is he you see him when in that in like pod? that pod yeah. and he comes out of it. I think he's like charging his units and stuff mm-hmm. like that everything's plugged yeah, in because so. yeah he's mostly not even human he's ma- mostly no machine. he's more he's more ro- robot yeah, than yeah, human didn't absolutely. we hear that obi-wan say that and <laughs> <laughs> the famous words of obi-wan how about number seven the x-wing books those are the ones i said i have the nine of them and um, the books follow the story of the everyday soldier see that's a that's a, that has to be a good one yeah of all and but we're talking about the rebel pilots not yeah. not the clone wars but the, the, rebel yeah, the rebel pilots, pilots. yeah that's what made Rogue, Rogue One so good. Yes, yes. Because a story about them, the, the people we don't see. Yeah, the average guys out mm-hmm. there in the trenches, and unfortunately everybody gets killed. But it, Which it, what made it good. That's what made it good. If you haven't seen the movie, die. I'm so sorry. No, they should have been solid. <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad for them. No, they should have been solid. But that's what made Rogue One so that everybody, no one could have lived. Like No. It, it, no, not for those plans. Those plans were everything to everybody. Yeah, and it was what pe- people were willing to do. It was what people and different creatures were willing to do for the Republic. Yeah. And I mean, you you know that a lot of lives are lost in this battle. Even clones, you know. And in even stormtroopers. These guys were not just disposable either. They were, at this point, they were human human people that yeah. were just signing yeah, up. They, yeah, they were, yeah, they were just recruited. Yeah. yeah. They didn't know what they were getting it themselves into. We kind of talked We kind of talked about, like, the clones last week. Like, how, like, with the Clone Wars, the, the actual series, the cartoon series, Showed them like in their everyday life, so it made you even feel more bad for them when they were on yeah. the battlefield. They were dying. Yeah, yeah. When they were getting, they were getting older, or they were just being killed off. You know, yeah. they were they were nothing. But I, I will say that the Jedi always made them feel like they were important. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you're important to me, and and we they stressed that so many times. But unfortunately, you know, at the very end, Order sixty six, they had that chip in their in head, head. Mm-hmm. where they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's too bad. But it's, few of them escaped, and they were the smart ones. Number six is the Old Republic Revan. This one, lots of people love this Dark Lord, and um, he's from the Knights of the Old Republic. And when they said it was out, a lot of people were very angry because who doesn't love, you know, so many people played that game and came to love that character. Yeah, you, you speak about that character a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah, Revan. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's pretty awesome. He did come back. He um, his book does count, and he is also a black series doll. Which can it, oh, that you that you finally yeah, got? Yes, I should have <laughs> bought in the first place. <laughs> I was so mad at myself. I said, "Dang it! Next time I see a a collectible that I want, I'm not gonna hesitate. I'm just gonna buy the thing." Yeah. You got it. You I made did. sure you got it. Yes. And when I was at Comic-Con, this guy's like, okay, it's $35. I'm like, ah, all right. I'm, I remember the <laughs> aisle where I'm at. I went down one other aisle, but I got it for $25. So I'm like, yay. And I paid $5 more than what it originally was at the other convention. So I did pay a little bit more, but it wasn't super pricey. But you got what you wanted. But I got what I wanted. Absolutely. I got my Revan doll. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I cared about. Darth Plagueis. It has a slow start, but an awesome ending i read this and it's very political Mm -hmm. you know he kills his master in the beginning and then it goes back to when he was a young man and met plagueis and it it, at the very end you were like what who what he what and i i won't tell you because i you know i want you to read that because you're i 
like I said, it was really kind of dragging in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it just got better and better and better. And at the very end, you were like, "Oh my god, this guy is bad." <laughs> and I'm naturally a Sith too. So. Yes, and that you'll you'll mesh right into that. <laughs> All right. So number four is Tarkin. Tells us the story Tarkin. of yes. Tells us the story of his rise to the rank of Grand Moff. I wonder what that. Did you read that? No, Mark did. He read it. I I actually got it for him on his Kindle, and um, okay. I have that one on the Kindle. But I'm still gonna get it because I want it. I want the hard copy. Okay. So I I like hard copy books, even though if if something ever happened in my house, I don't even know how I would grab all, all these books. books. If the house is burning, the books are going. Knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time to grab 200 <laughs> books. All right. So this one was kind of odd number. Number three, it is a Marvel's Dark City, Dark Vader series. Yeah. That is, that has got to be a comic book. Mm -hmm. So it is on the list as a must read. Offers an insight to the character's inner struggles between the light and the dark. So even then you see him fighting with himself about being good and being evil. He probably struggled way more than we think. Dark Vader. Yeah, and you know, I think we're seeing kind of that struggle and they're giving us a, a, a look at it through Kylo Ren. Because mm-hmm. you see that he struggles in the movies bad. where he goes back and forth. He wants to be good. He wants to be bad. I mean, and he goes to the extremes, though. He is, you know, he's willing to prove his point so badly yeah. that he actually kills his father. Yeah. Poor, poor Han. <laughs> he should have known better, though. I, I don't I know. To, well, that's his son. So, of course, he's yeah. going to walk up to him. But, you know, for him to turn on that saber and stab him, I don't think he quite expected Chris, if you're that. listening, don't ever stab him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> All right. So, number two was Shadow of the Empire. I do have this one. Luke and Leia, Chewie, Lando are trying to hunt down Boba Fett before he delivers, the, he delivers Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. This one... This one I thought I found really, really amazing. The best single book tale ever. It is the best selling single book tale ever. Really? This yes. Just for any book? Any, any of the Star Wars books. They the said Wars this books, one is okay. the best single book tale ever in the Star Wars galaxy. It is show there's the, the the book is about what we don't even see during that time. Yes, it's going it's them trying to get him, trying to get Boba Fett. Before he delivers Han Solo. I know. I don't know how you can. <laughs> know, yeah, but you I know don't. what? He, if you stop and think about it, he gets p- killed pretty easy. When they actually do get the chance, to, yeah, it does, it's not. Epic, yeah, I mean, like the guy get, goes down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like all the Jedi when they walk in to take Sidious, they all get wiped out in one swoop. <laughs> you hear about how awesome these guys are, and they're like, "What?" That's usually how it goes, though. Like the people who you think are, you know what I mean? Are just, awesome. Yeah, they walk in all bad and they're like, <laughs> yeah, well, not so much. <laughs> I think it was a Darth Plagueis book right here. Yes. So number one was aired the Empire Trilogy, the Thrawn Trilogy. That is The what? original Thrawn. Now they've rewritten it and it's by the same guy, but it they they rewrote the books. But the original ones, the books followed the escapades of the rebels Five years after the Battle of Endor, it appears that the New Republic is finally winning the war. The last remnants of the Imperial forces are driven back to the Outer Rim. However, tides are about to turn under the guidance of Grand Admiral Thrawn. The Empire is set to make one last major push against the heroes. Mm. And so they rewrote this again. But the I have the original one. And what was the what's the difference? Is it? Is it I'm not sure what the difference is because I have to look and see what the what the newer ones are. Mm-hmm. But I know that um, they bring Thrawn a little bit into. From what I can understand and from what I'm getting, is they bring Thrawn into the old Republic. Okay. So he here he's in the new Republic. Republic yeah. But in the other Thrawn, he's he's actually with Anakin and Padme. So he's in the old Republic. That's time. crazy. People yeah. want to see a Thrawn movie too. A lot of people want to see yeah. that happen. Yeah, I don't. But here's the question: Do they want to see the Thrawn movie from the past, I would. or Thrawn Thrawn book from the past, or Thrawn book now? I would want to see it from the past. I would, because I, there's not really any. You're so old school. <laughs> there's not really. Yeah, there's not really any. You know, we don't have really like over public kind of movie. Like, no, we, we, we don't. don't. We don't. You know, if you stop and think about it, the only time we see a battle, a major battle mm-hmm. with Jedi, 
is on Geonosis. Yeah. That's the only yeah, time you and, see and it. And that's not enough. No, and they <laughs> actually don't battle Sith. They battle the droids. Exactly. You know, I'm not the droids. The Are they droids? Yeah, or the they, droid, yeah, yeah the, they, droids. the droid yeah. army. Mm-hmm. So they battle the droids. They don't even battle the, the Sith. And then when the only Sith that fights against him he wipes them all out. Yeah, and th- that's why the the Kotor uh, game and the mo- the games and the mo- uh, the books are so in- so popular because we don't get Jedi and Sith that much, really. Right, right. And I think that's why so many people were drawn to it. Now, for me, here's my list: Kenobi. No duh. He rocked the bells for <laughs> me. I'm not even going to say anything more. The no book su- was wonderful. No surprise there. No, and the dark pe- number two was the Dark Plagueis book, mm-hmm. which was excellent. Um, number three, which I'm still in the process of reading all. Mark passed me out of like 25 books ago. Uh, the Jedi Apprentice, I'm on number 14. I love this series. It has to do with um, Qui-Gon Jinn and, and, um, and Obi-Wan as a Padawan. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, it's going back from when... I saw that when, here too. Yes, from when he originally... It was originally Qui-Gon and Xantos, mm-hmm. who is was his original uh, apprentice. I mean... Um, Padawan. And then it goes to where Obi-Wan wants to become it and there's a few other kids that want to become his um, his Padawan, but it it's ultimately is Obi-Wan. But then Obi-Wan steps away from the Jedi and because of a girl on a planet. Yeah. So, I mean, it follows it there's all the way no up to there. There's no surprise there either. No, he seemed Whatever to be wooed to by Zantos? women. What happened to him? Obi-Wan? Or Xantos. Xantos, um, he eventually uh, dies. Okay. He chooses death and rather than um, stand trial for his crimes. Gotcha. Because he, he eventually joins the dark side. In one of the apprentice books, he joins the dark side. He um, gets one of, one of the kids from the Jedi um, temple to become bad, too. So he, he's just not a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put it that way. He's not a good guy. All right. So the Dark Lord rises. Uh, um, it's the of Darth Vader. Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. Let me say it that way. That is a, such a good book. And he actually, in that book, he goes to, um, he goes and he's in, he's on a planet and that's where his daughter is. And Alderaan, he's on Alderaan. Mm-hmm. And he kind of brushes where she is, where Leia is, but he doesn't really see her. Oh, okay. So that was so cool. That's really a good book. I, I don't think there's been a book that I have read in the Star Wars galaxy that I haven't liked yet. It's probably possible. <laughs> I, I'm sure that it is, but I've not I've not gotten to where Mark's at, where all the X's are. So I'm not there That's yet. insane that he re- he's read all these books. Yes. Every book has an X in here. Yeah, almost every but book. doesn't care for the movies. Doesn't care for the movies. All right, so th- this is something that people always say. The movie is good, but the books are better. Yeah. And that is so true. And a lot of times you'll you'll see a movie and you're like, uh, but a lot of this was taken out. I read The Hunger Games. The books were really good, really depressing. The movie kind of was, kind of did some justice to it. But I think it's too hard to put so much in the movie that is in the book because then you're going to be looking at a yeah. six hour movie and yeah. you've lost people after four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings really tries to cover as much, but yet they even miss, you know, some yeah. things because it's just, there's yeah, just too much in it. You can't books. Books have all the detail. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's really important to read to your kids. Mm-hmm. I read to my kids when they were younger and, and when you have Star Wars books that are readily available for little kids and for, for uh, scholastic readers in the 6th, 7th grade, you know, kind of thing, it opens a world to so much. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I think books are so important. And in that aspect, I think George Lucas did a really good job of doing that, yeah. really making people hungry. Because if you had done the movies and really not done anything else, do you think it would be as popular? No, no, no not at all. Because no. the, the first book was... A bestseller, yeah, it was the most. It was popular. It was why people wanted to see the movie in the first right, place. Right, right. And then the second book that they release after the movie is on the New York bestsellers list. I think there. I honestly, I don't think there's been a book in the Star Wars galaxy that hasn't hit, you know, the bestseller in yeah. on New York's list. Yeah, people want to read these stories, for sure. And I need to do a lot more Star Wars reading. I have to admit, I don't really. I read comic books. My comic book collection is like. I saw right it. It's, it's pretty it's deep. Am, it's immense. Yeah, it's no joke. <laughs> but, Some I haven't even opened yet. But yet, it's something, it's in, It's written in a way that you like to read it. 
Yeah, cause I, I I like I like storyboard, so that's 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 how I like to read the. That's why that's why I like to read comic books. Yeah, and it's hard. It's sometimes hard to sit down and read. For me, I've had a long time trying to get through the fourteenth book because I'll sit down and I'll read like two, three pages and fall asleep. Because I mean, I'm like doing a million things in a day, and so <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to to get myself to sit down and read it. But you know, when you do it, it's it's what you see in your mind, yeah. and and you can imagine these stories just like reading some of these like Revan and stuff you just imagine in your mind wow this is you know and they kind of ex- write it in a way where you can mm-hmm. you know you can imagine it it comes to life in your in your mind yeah and Star Wars is known for having good writing movies books whatever it is right right and there's some of the guys that have written like this Jedi Apprentice you know they've gone on to re- to do a lot of the scholastic stuff and I and George from what I understand and from what I've read he has read all of these books because mm-hmm. he has to read them in order to, to approve them. Mm-hmm. So he's like he's up there with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. He, Except yeah. he's somewhere in the two hundred. Yeah, mark. yeah. He's read all of his books. Really. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. But I mean, I you know that some of these where they say they're out, I, I kind of disappoints me because there's so many that are important that that weave a story into what we're seeing. You know, because they want to go back in time. They want to talk about, you know, what happened before we saw Phantom Menace. And these books cover that, you know, especially the Jedi Apprentice. It covers what happened in the Jedi Temple, you know, the Shatterpoint book. It's happened. It's what happens to and we don't see a lot of Mace Windu, but it's what happens with Mace Windu on this planet. Yeah. Was that what the shadow Shatterpoint is? Yeah. That yeah. one looks interesting. I want to check that one out. Yeah, and I mean, I think this is the one where Bruck gets killed. They're fighting, and he falls from a waterfall. Now, interesting enough, when I when I wrote my because um, we for our cards, because I'm part of Saber Guild, and we have to have a picture and we have card, to have a yeah. story with it. I read that story, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to incorporate my person, my character, mm-hmm. into the story of what happens with Obi Wan and Bruck Chung. Okay. So I actually, I my name was Harissa, and the funny story about that is, we have a sandwich that's at the restaurant, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I like the name Harissa, so I made myself Harissa Chung, and she finds out that her brother was killed at the temple mm-hmm. by Obi Wan, but he really wasn't. He slipped and fell oh, in the, yeah. off the waterfall. So it's she doesn't know that, but she goes to, but she is becomes friends with Xantos, who is Qui Gon Jinn's. Ex, uh, ex, um, ex Padawan mm-hmm. and learns the dark side from him so that I can get even, so she can get even, Arulia can get even with Obi-Wan and the Jedi. Actually sounds like a movie plot for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have to come up with a really long kind of lengthy, thing. And then, yeah. and then, we, then it, what happens is because the cards are so small, we have to use 52 words. Okay. Only 52 words, so I'm like trying to make it shorter. Yeah, trying to sh- make yeah. it shorter, but I want to keep all the meat and potatoes. In <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's going on. You gave you gave a few people some cards last week, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you did. Do you still? Uh, Patrick still has it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, next week, I thought it'd be really cool to talk about, and I saw this online when I was looking up these books: Star Wars places to visit here on Earth. Oh, there's uh, there's a top 10 of all the places where they filmed. And I thought, you know what? That's kind of cool. We're going to talk about that. A lot of desert. Is there? Um. Well, remember on um, when they're on Endor, it's just a lot of um, they're they're in um, in the forest. So there's some desert. And some pasture. There's some desert. And I believe from what I can remember now, this is not just the uh, the last three um uh, the last three movies, actually, we can't say that anymore because now we're on eight movies. We're on eight now. <laughs> <laughs> so A New Hope to Return of the Jedi. Those were, I think, more desert and then the forest. But then when you go back to um, Attack of the Clones, I think they're in Hawaii. Really? And Italy, yeah. Oh, wow. So you can visit those places. Like, I, I watched the show Versailles, and I told Versailles. Mark, if I ever go to France, I want to visit Versailles. Because I love Louis the Fourteenth, he's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the real guy was that hot, but boy, the one that plays him is—he's <laughs> smoking. Is the Last Jedi grown you yet? Uh, no, you I have. I've only like watched it? it three times. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I need to watch it some more. I don't know. It's, it's like pulling teeth. I don't. I don't know. It's not that bad. I, I don't. Mean. I don't think it's that bad. That I just don't like. I don't know. I, I don't want to like see a pork teeth. get eaten. <laughs> Actually, the pork does not get eaten. No. <laughs> Give it another another shot. I watched it yesterday. Did you? I did. I mean, I guess if I watch it some more, I might. I might, you know, see some things that I missed that I didn't see the first time or the second time. But you feel like you saw it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. I mean, and like I said, I still it still counts in in with the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. I, I I just I don't know. If you hear that, Andy still doesn't like. <laughs> I'm still on the fence. Well, here's a fair here's a fair thing. I'm still on the, the fence. fence. I don't think you mean that. I think you just don't like The Last Jedi at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the insurity of everybody. Everybody's unsure. Everybody doesn't, you know, doesn't know what's going on. It does have a feel of um, The Empire Strikes Back. And I don't mm. know if you, if you recognize some of the things in there. Because in The Empire Strikes Back, remember when Luke goes to um, where Yoda is, and I can't yeah. think of the name of the planet right now, but his plane crashes and it is in the water. Yeah, it's in the water. Yeah. So when you see the Last Jedi, his, what do you you look his, down in the and, ocean? And his, his X wing is, is in the water. Yeah. I think that was just an ode to to that to that movie. Yeah, and you know when when he's on the planet, he is. Gosh, why can't I think of the planet right now? He. Um, he acts like Yoda a little bit. Well, he yeah he kind of does because remember it was kind of like in this in this real mossy kind of area and stuff. And does Patrick know the name of the planet? No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> Someone needs to Google it. <laughs> Steve? Steven? No, it's not Hoth. Hoth is the ice planet. And so it's where Yoda is. Dagobah. Dagobah. There we go. go. Dagobah. I knew it, it, would, it would click in real quick. Um, but it's, it's oh, the mossy planet and stuff. And so when you, see, um, when you see Luke on that planet, it's almost the same thing, except he had a lot of help. He had a lot of the, those ladies yeah. were helping. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way he got he milked that cow. I I just went, that bothered oh, you that bad. It bothered me. It, it just, bothered me. It just showed that that's no, how he's living. It's icky. <laughs> <laughs> There's been worse stuff in Star Wars though. Star I know. Wars has, like, and some, I'm gonna use that word icky. <laughs> Star Wars has some of the nastiest things I've ever seen. Like yeah, that's, that's a, to me. To me, that's like normal Star Wars like comedy. <laughs> like. Of course it's gross, but what do you, you know what I mean? Like, they're in outer space. What do you expect? I know, and it, I think it was green milk. It wasn't actually blue. It was like blue. blue. It was yeah. like bluish kind. It was on his mustache. <laughs> that makes it even worse. <laughs> Be nice, Angie. I did one. like, the one thing I will say is I did like when she went down, uh, went down in that area and she, she did her finger and there yeah. was like 10 oh, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of weird because yeah. it tells, it kind of, Makes you wonder what is it that she's seeing. I don't know the significance behind that. Of that, yeah. I just, I just, I just want to know what, like, what was. I think that's why Luke was there too, because that place was strong with the with the force. With the force but yeah. what is it? What was it about that? And then when she was there, and then you had um, her and Kylo Ren communicating with each other. Either that's a brother and sister thing. Or that's that's some sort of communication where they can literally see each other. Snoke said he helped strengthen strengthen like the signal between them for that to actually happen. Though. For them to actually yeah. connect. Yeah, connect. Yeah. Yeah, because I I thought that was because with Luke and Leia, remember in um, uh, oh my gosh, which one was it? Empire it Strikes, Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. At the very end, he's hanging off that thing at Cloud City, and. She goes and he calls her and she's like, "We have to turn around." Oh, yeah. That was actually the very first time she she gets that sense from mm-hmm. him. So they can communicate with each other, but they can't see, see each, each other. other. Yeah. But it, with this, with Ray and Kylo Ren, they could they see were, each yeah, other. Yeah, she yeah she even had uh, he even got water on him. From, right, yeah. right. So they they did have that really strong connection. So that was kind of that's kind of cool. I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to revisit that. Yeah, watch it again. <laughs> All right. Good. I'll do that for you. Good. Good. It's not that bad. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad of a movie. <laughs> I don't you know what like I said I I recognize it as a, as one of the movies I it's not my favorite. Just it really isn't my that. I don't identify with it. Now like I said, I have friends that have told me they do not like movies 1, 2 and 3. They don't even watch them. 
episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, they don't like them. They don't yeah, watch them. There's a lot of those. So I, I, but you know what? Is same can be said about the Last Jedi. Then people, people hate Solo. People hate that movie. I don't know why. It was really good. People hate it though. There's people who hate it. Like they don't like it at all. I, I think it kind of it, it gave you how he got his name. You figured out what happened, you know, what happened to him and how he got involved with these smugglers. Yeah. You know, and what he did. He was a conniving guy from the get go. And I mean, he was doing what he had to do. But when he when he meets with um, when he meets Princess Leia, I think his life kind of changes mm-hmm. For sure. because he says, you know, I want to get my money and I'm going to get out of here. But he really doesn't he because doesn't, he yeah, goes he back <laughs> and helps Luke. Yeah, he doesn't leave. He and stays, then he, he comes back again. And he's willing to forfeit paying Jabba to stay with her. Yeah. To stay with Leia. So, yeah. I mean, he he was with Kira in the, in, the, in the solo movie. And maybe that was just, maybe people didn't like the fact that he was with Kira. But, I mean, it's like Obi-Wan. He had other love interests. Obi-Wan, he had plenty. He had plenty, yes. Like Bruce Wayne. He's kind of like Bruce Wayne to me. Okay. Yeah, he could be. He could be. Plagueis is the only one who's never been attached to anybody. Because he's, he's... He's creepy yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's that creepy that. uncle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're almost near the end of our show. And like I said, next week we're going to be talking about places you can visit that were, that were scenes from Star Wars. Who wouldn't want to do that? I went to Forks to see all the stuff from Twilight. It was great. Where so, was yeah, I went to Washington... Oh, the saw, saw the whole Yes, it was wonderful. I loved it. I went to Forks. I went to La Push. I went to Port Angeles um, just to see all the different places. I, I saw the Cullens house. I saw, um, I saw the houses and I saw the areas where everybody was at. I saw the school. I saw, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name right now, Bella's house. So that was, that was really fun. Have you seen it too, Dom? Have you, have you? Dominique's read the books. She's yeah. a big, 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 big <laughs> fan. <laughs> That's our silent audience back there. <laughs> so like I said, next week we're going to be going into that. And like I said, we will. I will be at the um, Star Wars Day. It's a um, movie in the park in Hesperia on August 18th from 6 to 8. I'm going to be there with the Rebel Legion, and I'm going to be there with the 501st. Looking forward to seeing everyone, and from here on, uh, here at Radio Geonosis, we're gonna say goodbye. And Aaron, catch us on catch us on YouTube, iTunes, OKN OK TV, a network started by these gentlemen right here. Yes. Um, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, pretty much. And everywhere. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. And we should have our show up later on tonight. So from everyone as he, everyone of us here at Radio Geonosis, bye. Peace out. <laughs>